Well, go on, tell us about the hot physio. Okay, so I went to a new physio today and he was actually, like, I'm normally, as Ali said, I'm normally uh, against sexy physios. I think it just ruins your relationship to pain. There's no point in going to a physio and finding out you have a pain kink because it's just going to ruin multiple parts of your life. The weird relationship to have. Yeah, so I was I was wholeheartedly against hiring sexy physios, which is really actually incredibly difficult because being a physio itself, incredibly attractive, yeah. incredibly attractive. So I was like, mm-hmm, fuck it, I'll go to this fella. He's hot, but I need it at this time of day, and he's the only fella who's around. I literally got. Are so you sure this is my... physio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing all my exercises with them and then I was putting on my jumper afterwards and I was just so distracted listening to them that I put my jumper on backwards and I only noticed now. It is now quarter past seven. I've had my jumper on backwards all day. You were flustered. You were flustered, girl. I was girl. so flustered. I think I'm going to have to go back to trying to find a not good looking physio. Oh, good luck. But then I also was like, do you know what? Like, do you know what? No, mine's too short. I might as well get the flustered at the physio. I feel like I'm more likely to do what he asked me because he's good looking. Yeah, there's there's some pressure there. You feel like you have to impress. Yeah, the pressure on my shoulder and the pressure to impress. If my physio was ugly, I wouldn't go. Yeah. I'd live with my broken whatever. My broken little body. Um, but that's self-care. I think we should all hire attractive people in our lives. Yeah, guys, welcome to Chat Shit Podcast. <laughs> we are back. We're doing something like that it's just been such a manky old time oh manky old time I text Lisa was it last week and I was like do you want to do an episode next week about minding yourself which is why we're coming to you live from both of our beds with a bottle of wine on zoom yeah we're we're on zoom today because it's cold and I don't think either of us are arsed (laughs) to commute to one another's gas yeah we're we're not traveling today we are no. just we are only entertaining today if only we were like joanne and vogue and you'd be the joanne and i'd be the vogue and i get like my chauffeur i feel like she's a chauffeur do you know how we're always like which one are we vogue keeps talking about drinking milk in the bath that's and, so you. and whenever she says that i'm like maybe i'm a vogue but then whenever joanne drops an adoption joke i'm like no i'm definitely joanne we're saying they're they're literally in our thoughts fishing for shit. We're too similar. They're they're the successful version of us. It's kind of manky. They I really just, are. Maybe... Where's our national fucking comedy podcast nomination? We're very funny. Year. We're very <laughs> funny. Also, I'm convinced oh. they actually hello Joanne and Vogue because I'm convinced the girlies listen to us because I listen to them every week. And yeah, we're big fans. They always talk about the thing that we've spoken about the week previously, and it's very funny because they they do have the they have like similar views, but definitely views of us in like five years time. Do you know? Like, why is they're very like us? We just accept it. Yeah, yeah, and they they spoke about it the exact same way way we did. We're like, you had to sort of come around, I think, to Pete Davidson. Yes, but now I I hundred percent in from the get go, and they had the same opinions but yeah I'm like those girls are listening to us because I'm not gonna say they're copying us because I I'd be flattered but <laughs> they but definitely there's do just talk too about many similarities shit. since Vogue keeps talking about milk next thing you know she's gonna be talking about Oliver Arnold's watch this space yeah oh my god but Lisa's not pregnant 
<laughs> no, trust me, don't worry. I'm not, I'm on the wine, girls. I'm on the wine. I'm actually on the Graham Norton wine. I actually feel like I'm turning into a mad though on the Graham I've Norton. I've not wine. had that. Everyone always talks about it being really nice. And the Kylie Minogue wine, apparently very nice. Oh yeah. My sister's a slag for a bit of the Kylie wine. I'm very loyal to Dada. Oh yeah, well now you're red. Yeah, I love red wine. Red, I mean, white red, wine's fine. Uh, it's fine. I just feel like I've ruined my life drinking uh, white wine. <laughs> <laughs> like me on the Malibu in 2010. Throwback episode. Um, so well, we've come we're up talking with about the opposite bits. thing this week. We're not ruining our yeah. lives this week. We've we're, come up with some bits to fixing. improve your life, our life, all of our lives. Yeah, so... We're talking about like, do you know like when you're just feeling shit, when you're just having a shit day, a shit week, you're just not in the mood, feeling sad. Like, like all the things that you normally get told to do are those fucking like outdoorsy spring things. Go for, yeah, a run. go for a run. See a friend outside for a coffee. Can't sit outside. Baltic. What happens if your friends are losers who don't like coffee? <laughs> they only drink milk in the bath, apparently. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> oh, to have a bath. Um, but yeah we've like made lists of like I don't know I just sort of got thinking about this last week because I think I just like had a a really shit week I was just like not having a good time but I like acknowledged that and I was like what are the things that I do that make me not have a shit time and like because I've never like actively sought out like what like made a list of the things that are definitely make me feel good so that's sort of what I did and I'm a very simple woman by the looks of things yeah, I was surprised by um, how basic I was. <laughs> yeah, I boiled it down to three headings, okay? Oh, so, okay. Three things that fix me when I feel like a rat is warmth. Okay, great. I, I have some loose ones that are not as organized as your ones, so we can go through them. Well, I told I just told you there before we started recording, like, the ones I've written down are, like, you know, the the 12a version i definitely have more unhinged answers which i can also share but yeah um, oh my god the unhinged <laughs> ones i will get to that when i'm finished my wine i'll be ready to talk about the unhinged ones i we'll have we'll get to the unhinged ones i haven't written any down but i definitely have a few but uh yeah boiled everything down to warmth good smells and having something to look forward to oh wow those are, are three quality quality ones yeah, my cures. Now they're only the headings. I have subheadings with each within them. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with warmth. Basic human Hot. need, isn't it? Um it's it's so hard to have a rental property in Dublin and keep it warm. And keep it warm. The little things. Mikey. My ma and my nanny got me a Udi from <gasps> Dunn's stores about like two months ago. Honestly, I want Duns to come at your granny with a, a spawn deal because she is the baddest bitch at the Duns shopping. <laughs> My nanny is, she should be the face of Duns. Like she's so loyal to Duns. But yeah, they got me this Udi. I think you can get them in pink and grey and maybe navy. I have the, the grey one. But last, literally the best, <laughs> I think it's the best thing I've ever owned. I wear it, some, I sometimes wear it to bed. I always wear it around the house. I added as an extra layer. I've actually worn it on work Zoom calls because I've forgotten to take it off. It's like, also your um your hot girl quirk on your um on your close friend story. Because I'm always wearing it. 
yeah but you're also like pull it off like you're like making it fashion and I don't understand (laughs) it's just the hood covers my giant forehead and kind of makes me look good and also because you get ready for a night out and then you put the hoodie on and then you're taking (laughs) selfies and you're like oh my god she looks incredible but she's also wearing a duns hoodie (laughs) yeah well my I don't know my room just it's very small but doesn't heat incredibly well for Mm. some reason um so yeah I the last while anytime I've like had to leave the house or like get dressed nice for things I have gotten dressed done my makeup and gotten back into my hoodie over my outfit because they're huge like you could literally they're have like massive you could be wearing a fucking parka jacket and put your hoodie over it like if that's what you're into like they're just the best they're the best thing and like 25 euro yeah it's a bit expensive but like it's a, it's going to be the best thing you're going to own so drop drop the 25 quid on it 100 also while you're in the duns pick up hot water bottle I got hot water <gasps> bottles out of Duns last year and I've been a slag for double dropping them I fill the kettle yes. to the brim and make two and it's like it's like having a little personal radiator <laughs> I that's second on my warmth list is oh. a long hot water bottle and I've just written beside it life-changing <laughs> <laughs> my ma got it for me it was my Christmas present last year I got a long hot water bottle now I don't know where where else you can get them but I know like my like little local pharmacies in Newbridge definitely had them last Christmas um I think they're like six to eight euro like they're not that expensive but they're like yeah shop local I'm five for three they're probably like more than half the length of me and it's just the best it feels like you've just got like a hot snake <laughs> <laughs> like they're just so the simplest description, it's just yeah it's snake. like having a pet snake that's warm and cuddly it's the best yeah. thing and then my my last one is just like having a nice like duvet. I know it's basic as fuck, but like if you if you're like feeling shit, like try ev- like use every ounce of fucking motivation in you to change your bed sheets because it just oh, does your is... world of good. Like fresh fresh bread fresh bed fresh brains. I think like so true. It just solves it solves everything. It solves every life problem. It solves climate um... change. So <laughs> Greta, Greta be out of a job if everybody just changed their if sheets. If everybody just in. changed their sheets, we'd all be fine. David Attenborough could finally retire. Um, I have a bit of a hot, uh, like a twist on your warmth. One. Oh, what's the Theme twist? Warmth. Um, I, I feel like I'm no, no, no. I feel like I'm trying to be like. Uh, I feel like this sounds really like fake and it sounds like something that like a really perfect person would say but I'm getting the warm and fuzzies like doing little charity bits oh my god cute so um there's been some great little charity bits going on around at the moment um I well first off the late late Christmas uh the late late toy show Christmas appeal that was really wholesome over five million Yup, the did they get five everybody. million in the end? The last they time I looked, it was like three point seven. Surpassed five million two days ago, according Aww. to my Google searching. But I couldn't and find the big exact revolute figure. man. Um, gave a hundred grand and was like going to match up to a million so he, donations. Yeah, he donated one point one million in the end, Mister Revolute. Mister Revolute. Thanks for all your hard work. Um, I've also gone out, and this was actually so much fun. Go out with like bring a bit of cash out with you and do a direct provision Christmas shop oh yeah 
it's so much more wholesome than just like you know throwing money at charity's way go out and like buy loads of toys and have a good time in a bit just do it yourself yeah it feels so much better when you like actually give things directly yourself rather than just like throwing money at a charity because I don't know you you don't really know exactly what it's going into at least when you do it yourself you, you do like yeah so there's a really really good resource for it um on instagram called at dp donations and there's loads of different drop-off points around the country now some of them in dublin especially are closing up uh, this week so it might be the deadline might be missed but there's different ones around the country for drop-off points um there's a lovely little cafe called a store cafe um that's inside soup two that are a drop-off point for me locally anyways and they were so friendly and lovely in there when you when I went in to drop in my stuff that I ended up actually staying for a hot chocolate um and then I was just feeling like I was like oh I want to do something else something small that I was like oh I'd love to do like just something to keep me going now into December as a little charity thing and I found this um thing called carepack.ie um I think I was telling you about this is this the elderly people thing yeah sign up and you basically get matched with an old person in a in a full-time care facility who might need a little something for Christmas so um I've been matched with an elderly woman in a care facility in Terenure and I can pick up a few bits for her and put them in a little box Um, they have a little suggested list and everything on their website so it's actually super easy because if you're stuck Aww. they have like suggestions a wish list um, yeah basically <laughs> she wants um, Harry Styles album <laughs> she wants Harry Styles tickets she's a real hero for the <laughs> Harry Styles um but you can pick up a couple of bits for them and pop them in either a shoebox or whatever suits and then on post are actually delivering them for free up to 2kg so the gift has Aww. to be less than 2kg but if you drop it into your local um post office they'll deliver it all for free and you can pick your it's so funny you can pick your old person based on county <laughs> Um, so you can pick the county you're from or one that might be handy or one that you're like oh my god I've never spoke to someone from there and you can write them a little letter in it and you can leave your address and if they're in the humor they might write back to you so it's really cute I'm really looking forward to it I've already started picking out the kind of stuff I'd like to put in the package so I'm like oh this would be a nice little trip out maybe on my lunch or something when I'm feeling a bit shit go out and find a fucking woman's way magazine for my my friend (laughs) get her an old Moore's almanac so she can do some fortune telling oh my god we love to see it yes yeah. speaking of uh, old people in care <laughs> homes um I got your Christmas present today oh <gasps> yeah I got yours during the week well oh, one yeah, gas. yeah I ordered yours I don't know when it's gonna come but spicy I do think it's very good it's only very small but I think it's very good Mine is directly related to I've been really um trying this year to keep an eye on what people make random tweets about because I feel like that's the funniest way to gift someone something and it's not for you now but one of the gifts somebody who's a friend of the pod tweeted something in October about a Christmas gift they wanted um and nobody reacted to the tweet but I bought them what they wanted (laughs) I can't wait to see what they have to say about it because it does come across as a little bit stalker behavior that I did that but I that's iconic though that's like when you got me the watermelon sugar album or fucking single that was so fun I actually feel like such a I feel like I'm such a Rosa Tralee wannabe by being really into giving to charity but it's just such a handy time to do it (laughs) am I charity am I <laughs> like you are, yeah. Fair point, fair uh, point. But like, do you know, like picking up stuff. Lisa's for... on the salary. <laughs> yeah, she's on the sauce as well. Um, 
but like picking up bits for charity or like buying something random for somebody who you don't expect anything back from mm-hmm. it's such a fun way to spend this time of year because there's so much fun options for I, it. I love buying presents for people it's like my favorite thing I'm really I'm weird about it though like I'm really like I'm really fussy like I I could give someone like their Christmas present in February just because I haven't seen anything that I think they'd like yeah which actually do you know I was only thinking about this because I was talking to my mom my mom keeps at me asking me what do I want for Christmas and I'm like I I don't I have not seen anything yet and I'm like yeah. don't like don't buy me some stupid fucking like dove shower gel from Boots like I don't want it I hate when I hate that shit like don't get me stupid little like fucking lip glosses and shit I don't want it and do you so know what funny. I'm so glad I've always been like that because that's sustainability and I've yeah. always been like that ever since I was a child I was like don't get me things that I don't want I would rather get nothing because it's yeah. such a fucking waste of money it's such a waste I am um, I'm the same as you with my parents asking me what I'd like and it's so funny because I was only thinking I was like sure what did they buy me last year because they got some really nice bits mm. they literally bought us almost everything from the chat chick gift guide last year ah that's really nice so, they had obviously been creeping on the on the chat shit social media and bought like a pair of earrings from uh lisa who does the like yeah. lhx earrings and i was like oh my god this is so cute that you actually paid attention so this year i'm going to try and send them bits i I'm went to get go get my player. parents um christmas presents today so my mom hasn't been to a concert since she was like 22 or something she passed out in front of rod stewart and never went to a concert ever again <laughs> iconic but a couple of months ago when abba announced like their tour do you know like their fucking oh my god no no, no yeah, i've all like thing. no no that's like we're going to that anyway but when that's they so when exciting. abba announced that like tour the virtual thing i convinced her and my dad to go so the three of us are going we've never like i've never been to a concert with my ma like she's terrified of them but we're going to that in london and then i sort of said to my dad like a couple of weeks ago when the Rod Stewart tickets were coming out I was like do you think she would go because I was like if she's willing to go to London to go see like virtual ABBA surely she'll like sit in the tree arena and watch Rod right. and he was like I think she would go if like you know, like if you just if she was given the tickets so yeah. my plan was yeah I'm gonna get them completely forgot that they went on sale like two weeks ago but it's not sold out so it's grand but I went on to get them today they're not fucking going to Rod Stewart it is 160 quid to sit up the oh, back arse of the three arena to see a man who could die at any second on that stage sing a few notes oh my god speaking of people dying on stage i nearly died at a gig the last day because it was so good and this is on my list i was i was dying at a thinking, gig is on your list no i was thinking about um what i really missed last year that really like made me sad that i missed and i didn't realize until i was thinking about christmas uh, the Christmas before COVID I went off to a trad gig on Stephen's night and had the most crack ever it was me and my friend Roisin who is a trad musician and my parents and we all just got steaming and went to Aww. a trad gig and it was so much crack and I was only thinking I was like it's so nice to be back at gigs and stuff yeah but it's also an unreal time for Irish music and like oh my new God, yeah. Irish acts it is the perfect time to get on the hype train for someone that is going to be massive in an, in a year. Like there's been so many incredible gigs that I've been to recently by Irish acts that I'm like, oh my God, it would be a crime if you aren't playing sold out tours in other countries in oh, a couple of years. Also, do you know what's back? I, <clears throat> I'm i on their mailing list um, and I've been getting like the emails there for the, week, like, for the last few weeks. Um, the Ruby sessions in Doyle's yes. are back. Uh, it's like what, so like exciting. five, 10 euro ticket and you don't know who you're going to get. 
um there's one on tomorrow night but yeah they're back and they're like proper cozy like because one of the next things that's going to come up on my list is like having things to look forward to I think should that be that'd be such a nice yeah. thing to book because like god knows who you could get like they get such good people for that I reckon I reckon tomorrow could be Ed Sheeran because isn't he in town because of the toy show well do you know who I'd love to to see blow up and this I've I've spoke about the scratch on here before oh yeah and um literally the first day I heard this band I was like I need to book to see this live mm-hmm. because it's just not like Anthony it's a mix of it's like trad metal basically uh so we went up to Belfast myself friend of the pod shout out to big TLC <laughs> and Matt went to Belfast because their Dublin day has actually sold out because they're that popular in Dublin when are they playing here uh Saturday the 4th oh gosh so I didn't know they were playing podcast. here um I'm already keeping an eye out for a resale ticket just in case because they were that good oh, they were good. so unreal it was so fun to see a band just having such good crack they had a Shanos dancer that they um had up on stage and he crowd surfed and Amazing. it was nuts um but they also what made me really excited as well was they were kind of on about how they have new music coming up and they played um a bit of one of their new songs it's called another round that they're hoping to release soon great but film I was like great film lads great <laughs> film lads. but I'm just like there's so much great music coming up as well because like obviously loads of these bands weren't able to release music during COVID and stuff. Yeah. So got time now to really put effort in and make something mm. incredible happen in an album or in a release or whatever. So I've gotten so excited about Irish music. I think we're going to see Orlick Ireland in like two weeks. Yeah, I cannot wait. I'm yeah, so excited. I can't wait for that. I literally have not seen her like live since I was like 15. Yeah, I think we should make um an Irish music playlist. Of oh like my god yeah we've talked about on the podcast in the last year who've got really great tracks and just to give it a little taster of some Irish music out there that we're kind of liking at the minute so we might pop that up on our social Add media that to the to-do list yeah because I was I was <laughs> I had a shuffle on today and it was all Irish music um loads of different genres but there's so much good stuff out there mm-hmm. um buzzing but yeah buzzing for a bit of Orla buzzing for a bit of Orla yeah, but I suppose, yeah, I'll jump on to like the things to look forward to thing because one of them yeah. is Orla. I can't wait to see Orla Garland. I think that's going to be class. I think it's going to be such like a nice crowd at it as well. Yeah. I feel like sexy, people who like her are nice. Yeah, big legends. I feel like it's going to be a very fashionable gig. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to look so cool. Everyone's going to be real sound. You it's know, probably going to be like the last gig before a potential small lockdown. So I feel like it'll be like an end of the world kind of energy, which will be fun. That's the thing about everything these days. Everything has the end of the world energy. Yeah, but that I kind of enjoy that because it just means people like go hard. Yes, ev- I ev- love it. everything you do is kind of go hard or go home at the minute, and like mm-hmm. the extreme Aries in me is enjoying every second of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very go hard or go home in general, so it suits me. But uh, yeah, I'm like big into just like booking things to look forward to. Like this week. I just like went on I went onto the lighthouse website because I was like oh I feel like shit I just want to like go see something anything that yeah. will improve my life um, and I seen the, they were showing the Anthony Bourdain documentary and like I obviously yes. love him You're and a slut for Anthony. I'm I, I am a slut for Anthony now looking at young Anthony in the documentary wow yeah, um, for it. but I went to see that last night but yeah I booked that like the other day and you know even even documentary about because obviously like he's into food but like he's got such a he had such a mad life 
yeah it's it kind of is it's about his life so it sort of shows you where he started like basically he he started as like a pot wash and then he became a cook then he became like a chef I think he was like was he a sous chef or was he the head chef of this like restaurant in New York and you know he just enjoyed like the buzz of working in the kitchen and the crack and stuff and he sort of got into drugs was in and out of like being into drugs and then sort of stepped back from that and wrote a book and the book blew up uh it got Ooh. massive but like when the book blew up he he was still working in the restaurant and he was like literally being like interviewed by Oprah and like going on all like the big shows and stuff and then you know producers and stuff took an interest in him because he's like very articulate like he's he's just really interesting person and yeah. a lot of people were kind of like well like would you do tv and he was always kind of like no like I'm a writer it doesn't mm. really interest me and it was sort of about how like he did end up in tv and how at the beginning he was actually really shit at it and he was shy and awkward and like then when he sort of just started to like it himself it became like his his whole thing and then that's, yeah, it's that's very sad when, like obviously that's us when we start a podcast and being a bit shit at the start I know <laughs> get a bit better at it but like yeah it, it's Roll so back to like it's heartbreaking obviously he's not alive anymore and it goes yeah. into that as well um but it's just so it's just so mad watching because you're just like oh my god this person had no clue like how loved he was like it's so heartbreaking to see that like oh mm. it's so good like it's so so good it's called road run I bawled the whole like last half hour and it, do you know what was oh. so annoying right the cinema it was in like one of the bigger screens and like it wasn't sold out or anything like there, there was a good few people there but it wasn't sold out but I had like a whole row to myself until like halfway through the ads oh, and then so literally right before the film starts someone comes in and like sits like beside me Mine. and I'm like no you thanks. could I know there's a number on your ticket but you could literally fucking sit anywhere else I just want to cry I just want to cry in peace I should cry it all out in peace I still did but um <laughs> It was so gas. Everyone was bawling by the end, but like, you're like not not like not all sad bawling. Like just like oh wow, what like he's such a person that if you watch me, you feel like he's like your friend that you've not met. So it's just like oh, there's my friend. This is sad. Aww. It's so good, but yeah, just like book book things. Go go like do things. Also, essentially, said before we start recording, like if you're feeling shit, emigrate. If you if you have the slightest urge to emigrate and you think it'll make your life better, absolutely do it. Or even if you're just like. I don't know, living in Carlo and you're like, this is a bit shit. Move to Galway or move to the back arse of just Port do Leash it. or wherever. If you think that you could just have a different experience, there's nothing holding you down to staying in one place for a very long time anymore. No, literally save up enough for two months rent and just go and just don't fucking worry about it. You figure it out. You can have your hot girl summer in the winter. Yeah, like you're going to have to fucking scrounge and work your arse off at first, but like, It'll be fine. Don't if you, you think it's going to improve it, your life, just do it. Scrounging your arse off is character building. It is character building. And you'll probably make lots of friends. Yes. Yes. That's my I big advice. An, I, was, I gave someone that pep talk today. Um, and I was like, just like find, pick a place that you want to live and then just go. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else will come. Yeah. That, and people forget that. But in fairness, though, you're also an incredibly lucky person. <laughs> yeah, but... St- 80, like 20% of it is luck 20% of it is luck 80% of it is like working hard and making good decisions I think but also um 20% of it is being um a One Direction stan account on Twitter <laughs> yeah fair well connected was I would literally myself. talk to a wall though so like yeah I feel like you could if you just talk to people 
myself and Ali, see, that's a blessing and a curse for you, the L um the L One Direction Stan Twitter. I know. Um, <laughs> I was talking to Matt recently about the fact that you're a One Direction Stan Twitter account that we forget that you're like kind of people know who you are from Twitter. Yeah. And I was telling him about um when we were in Workman's bathroom ripping a man to shreds absolutely off our faces. And a girl came up to you and you were literally ranting about this man, tears in your eyes. And she goes, Hi, are you Ali Whelan from Twitter? And you were like, Yes. <laughs> I was like, this is not the time. <laughs> it was iconic she was such I a was legend like, though she was so oh. nice I think that's her name was her name Ashling I feel like her name was Ashling you definitely followed her back I was too busy I didn't follow her back I I myself. asked her what her username was and I don't think she could even remember herself um Twisted. but that she said I cursed. didn't follow her back because <gasps> I remember I was like do what she was like I follow you on Twitter and I was like do I follow you and she's like no I was like oh my god I'm so sorry like I don't mean to not follow it's just really hard back. being this famous it's very that was funny that was so funny what a time to be alive sweet i've totally distracted you from your categories back to my categories don't go to workman's no that's actually cursed that's bad for your mental health unless there's a good gig on don't go to workman's yeah just get yourself banned and count yourself lucky (laughs) next we have We'll go on to my good smells. <gasps> this I is, if you're a regular smell. listener to the podcast, you'll know I'm a fan of a good fucking scent. Oh, um, we're slags for good smell. Slag, I'll, I'll, I'll always be the first person to be like, you smell good, like a big creep. <laughs> you know, Ali is so crazy about smells that like you end up with like scent uh, samples in your pocket all the time. And you're like this really specific scent is a hot girl scent and you just like send me a note of like but am I ever wrong scent. you're not because I started if I have a bit of free time and I'm going through town I'll like run through Brown Thomas or whatever and find that we you're very good at describing perfume bottles that one in the shoe <laughs> oh, I the found Carolina that immediately and I was like there we go now that shoe that's the hot girl smell that's like that's a sexy smell that's like hot mm. girl shit yeah it's I very love nice. that yeah, I love a good smell. I just, I don't know. I think I was trying to like, in my notes, I was like trying to write down why I like it, but I don't think I were. I'm not even going to read out what I wrote because it just makes no fucking sense. But I was basically like, do you know, like, do you ever have a day where you wake up and you're just not in the fucking mood? You just want to go back to bed. You don't want to see anyone. You don't want to talk to anyone. It's like that Niall mm. Horan tweet. Do you, ever, do you ever see that tweet where he's like, thanks everyone for last night. Don't want to see a soul today. Thank you. That, that, if you ever wake up feeling like that, and you don't you don't want to get dressed like you, you don't want to do anything just put on perfume like douse yourself in your favorite perfume yes. or like perfume that makes you feel like confident or like I, I would say like you're going out perfume like put on whatever perfume is you're going out perfume and then just like go about your day like brush your teeth or do do whatever you can do and I don't know I always feel like it, I, I'm off that like I, I wake up days and I just like oh I don't, don't want to do anything but I will put on perfume and then I like, I don't know, I'll go to the toilet or I will like scroll on my phone for a few minutes. And then I don't know. I don't know if this is like a science thing. I don't know if there's any fucking neuroscientists out there listening. Like, science. It's like it tricks your brain into thinking that you are on the way out somewhere or something. I don't know. That's how it makes me feel anyway, that I, I'm half ready. So then yeah. it feels like getting dressed is less of a chore or a task or like brush my teeth is less of a chore or wash my face. Like whatever it is that you have to do feels yeah. like smaller because you smell like you've already done things that you have to do (laughs) 
That's yes, how it works in my head science. anyway. But She's yeah, a I woman just think it's STEM. Yeah, do you know that's what it feels like to me, and I think STEM I think it works. Slash witchcraft. Witchcraft. It, it's witch. Yeah, I would describe that as witchcraft. But yeah. do that. Get yourself like a hot girl perfume. Um, I don't have that Carolina Herrera one. I go into Brown Thomas and pretend I've never smelled it before, and I ask for testers, or I go into Arnott's and do that, so that I just always have testers of it, so I don't have to pay hundred euro. But send that to your ma for Christmas. That's a good shout, actually. See, which yeah, actually that's something you can do as well if you want a hot girl perfume, but you don't have any money. Go into Arnott's and tell them that you you want to buy one for your ma for Christmas, but you're just looking for a few testers. They literally will give you a handful of them. Especially Arnott's. Um, Brown Thomas are stingy. Arnott's will give you a handful of testers. Yeah, Arnott's are dying to get rid of the testers. It's kind of iconic. Also, the staff are way friendlier in Arnott's, so I recommend going there. Yeah. But yeah, um, do that. Find yourself a hot girl perfume and yeah, use it. Use it to your advantage. I do the same thing, but with like small. I I I obviously love a good perfume, but I'm less of a perfume whore than you are um because i can't smell anything because i constantly have a cold from you always smell good though from you have a YSL perfume don't you oh that's my favorite perfume yeah oh it's so good i feel like big do a leap card um but anything you can add to a task that you don't like that makes it smell good makes it easier to do so i bought really fancy um you know those lenore beads for the for the wash the wash <laughs> oh i will do i'll wash anyone's anything right now i've been washing, i love doing the laundry yeah i've been washing blankets in the house i've been washing mats i've been like mats in the bathroom not, yeah. not, washing not, my mat my fella <laughs> but I have been washing so many things because the I'm a slag for the laundry detergent because putting those beads in the in the washer makes you feel like a real adult it just feels real glam I've also bought loads of flowers so I bought I usually buy flowers and put them near where I should be doing my makeup so I'm more likely to do my makeup when it's nice and colorful because I'm like oh look at the pretty (laughs) I just get drawn over to look at the flowers and I end up putting on some some nice brow gel that changed your life that's such a thing though like accessorizing like a space does make it like it makes you want to do things more mm. yeah it does you can like trick trick yourself into wanting to do things like I if I have stuff on my desk which I, I do right now I have about five fucking cups that need to be washed I don't want to go near it I don't want to work there which will result in me working on my laptop in my bed which will make me feel like shit and like a slob yeah and then I'll feel shit so just like yeah just fucking fix your fix your spaces up and you'll you'll be far better at doing things and you'll be happier it's such yeah, a thing I've, I've started putting some small little pot plants on my desk and I'm more likely to sit over there because I just like plants yeah yeah um which is great when you're working from home because you just feel like you can just lie around anywhere um but put the plants where you want to work and your brain will follow them mm-hmm my next one, actually, I was only I was downstairs talking to Jen about this before we were recording. Uh, something I love to do. I'm like a massive fan of like a pipe and hot, like dangerously hot shower when oh. I'm in a bad mood. But I, I, because I was sick there the other week, I was now I used to do this all the time, but I hadn't done it in ages and forgot how much I love it. I would do this when I'm not sick as well, by the way. This isn't just like a sick thing. I love the smell of Vicks vapor rub oh, and I used to yeah. at home. I used to always like rub Vicks vapor rub on like the wall of like the shower and just like turn the shower on for like 
two or three minutes before I get into it and like steam up the room to turn it into like a steam Ooh. room and I did that there the other week when I was sick and I was like Jesus I forgot how much I love doing this and I, I do it as well where like <clears throat> I have like you know like little lavender essential oils where you just like shake the lavender essential oil all over the shower and then turn it on and steam it up yeah it feels oh like God. you're in a spa even though you're in like your little shitty damp bathroom <laughs> <laughs> like it just I don't know it makes you feel really good after it and like especially if you do it with Vicks you feel like clear even if you're not sick like it just makes you feel cleared out after yeah, Vicks, the smell of Vicks is to winter what the smell of sun cream is to summer and I oh my god so true it's just so, so true it's plain there's my manifesto for this week. Thank you all for listening. Imagine if you could get a perfume that smells like sun cream. That'd be like serotonin in a spray. That's sometimes what I do is to kind of trick myself. If I'm having a really bad day where I'm like, the, it's so miserable out. I will put on some, a bit of a summery music and put a bit of sun cream on my arms or anywhere that's close to, yeah. like might be close to my nose, maybe a little bit on your on my chest, just to smell a bit of sun cream. And that I know. does sound psychotic. <clears throat> but if you're one of those people who's really affected by how dark and miserable the weather is, it's just nice to smell something that feels summery. Um, I'm also been lighting slightly summery candles. Um, oh yeah. I know that like there's so many nice options for like wintry warm candles that are always so amazing but um back another throwback to our last year's 12 12 shops of Christmas is it Irish Chandler because I'm going to mention them as well yes (laughs) they have a a candle here that I've been burning called Irish Meadow and it smells like freshly cooked grass oh lovely you know how normally you're like smells like freshly cooked grass and it it never does artificial this It actually smells like fresh. You know, the smell of grass is because the grass is having a panic attack and screaming because you're cutting it. And it's like, of course, you would have that dad reaction to this incredible smell because it's that good that it reminded you that grass has a stretch. They're so good, though, for um, the smells actually smelling like real shit because I hate candles that say things like that where they're like, oh, it's citrus or it smells like the sea and it just doesn't. It smells like an essential oil that you got for really cheap off Amazon. Whereas these, these are incredible. These really smell like what, what they say on the thing. Like my favorite one, I have this written down as well for under my good smell section. My yes, favorite candle smells. from them is called the Atlantic and it does smell like the sea. So I imagine if you were to like put on some kind of um like sea sounds thing and light that candle, you would literally be the calmest bitch on earth. Also speaking of, if anyone owns an iPhone, you've probably seen this if you're on tiktok already but you there is a feature now on the iphone where you can turn on background noise and like there's like a c there's a c option it's one of them so you can like put on your music and listen to the c or listen to the rain on top of it as just like a feature that's on the phone itself which is very cool then the other candle i've probably mentioned it before as well because i have two favorite candles uh is the log fire candle from muji Oh, stop. Sometimes I go in there just to smell that. It's so good. It's so good. You can get like a small one, I don't know, for like six euro or something. And then I think the big one is a tenner. It's peak culture candle because it smells like a real fire. It smells like real fire. Yeah, you can have it in a city and it doesn't, you don't have to light the fire. I got one of those and put it in our, in and around our fireplace. And it was just like, mm, mm, mm. It's so, so good because it doesn't have like, it's not perfumey at all. It like literally smells straight up like a fire burning. It's just so nice. So I scooped out. I actually ended up having a little bit left over in that fireside candle from Muji. Make a wax melt. 
and scooped out I had the very bottom of a I think it was called the cliff scandal from oh I love that one I have that here yeah I scooped out the bit of that and I melted them together in the in the wax burner and it smells like a warm hug it's just so nice to get rid of that little bit of extra and it's yes. just like chef's kiss uh, the one actually that's not that the, that one I have over there that one's the choli one that one's also really nice literally everything from that shop's nice it's such a crime oh it's so good it's also really good for like presents if you're looking to yeah fits they do like sets and stuff yeah they also have you know how mams love a good like um little poem on a candle oh, they do <laughs> yeah they mas love a verse there's um a candle they have called blessing that i bought for my mom for her birthday that i like, got my mom the same one <laughs> we're literally an advertisement we really are like this is we are not sponsored by this company at all some random person down in Clare making these candles that we're just obsessed with we're gonna have to go to Clare just to go go I know they should make a chat shit candle and just like imagine what we smell like (laughs) Ali smells like fancy perfume (laughs) (laughs) I smell like Gucci it's me the house of Gucci I smell like Dua Lipa in a field, you know? Like Today I'm wearing that fire, fire one. What's, what's it even called? Maison Margiela by the fireplace or whatever that's called. That's what I'm wearing today. Those ones, those scents are incredible as well. You encouraged me to pick one of those up and I've never regretted it. Yeah, you got the flower market one, didn't you? Oh, I feel like I'm on a posh holiday. Speaking of posh holidays, um, booking something to look forward to. Um, Myself and Ali went full... Um, Mary Kate and Ashley. Um, we drank too much Paris. Baileys and booked a holiday. What's that Mary Kate and Ashley movie where they go to Paris? When in Paris is that what's called? Or? I think that no, that one's called When in Rome. When in Rome. Uh, let me have a look. Sorry, who's I'm Mary refer- Kate Wait. and who's Ashley? Uh, mm, that Jen is gorgeous. Question. Or no, it's is that's, that is it? that is McGuire. It's called Passport Paris. Passport Paris and they they were mixing them all up (laughs) no there's loads of we must watch Passport to Paris to get ready but yeah we just decided fuck it we'll book a trip to Paris so if anyone has any recs for Paris do you want to know a fun story actually about the last time I was in Paris yes please so the last time I was I've been to Paris twice once when I was nine and once when I was 11 and when, when I was nine mid bird flu with my parents great crack went to Disneyland every other person cancelled their trip to Disneyland because of bird flu so I had Disneyland to myself then when That's I went when very, I was 11 um, very wild I, no, pure anti um, central like <laughs> very uh no what's it called single child only An child, only child. <laughs> yeah there's no like single vaccines child. or anything for bird flu at the time and my parents were like fuck it we'll we'll just we'll Yolo. just go and it was fine because there was no one else there. I wouldn't have got bird flu off anyone anyway. But um, did they ever come up with a vaccine for that in the end, actually, just thinking of vaccines? Don't how come so. bird flu didn't kill us? We got this far. Jesus, how come we can't get rid of this one? Anyway, moving on. Um, the next time I went to Paris, I went with Girl Guides. So I was like, yeah, I was, I can't remember whether it was 10 turn 11. No, I would have been 11 turn 12. So I was there for my birthday. And that was, yeah, great crack, whatever. But some of the older girls, I remember for whatever reason, we were like going around knocking on, we were staying in the dodgiest hotel ever. It was like, they were all out on like balconies. And when you were, and it was like two 11 year olds to a room with no one else in the room with you. And 
when you were going into the room like you had to pull down like a shutter do you know like a shop front you had to pull down a shutter and lock your door so bizarre sounds but I remember chaotic. the older girls going into their room one morning there's two of them I think they would have been like 14 because they're in rangers and they do you know those things that you leave your towel on top of to keep your towel warm it's like yes. your things this hotel was a shithole and the the towel heater lit their towel on fire <laughs> so like we walk into the room and it's just these two girls screaming and there's like a fire and they like surely they would be equipped to handle this from the girl guides god no you don't learn anything in girl guides you just go on fire on holidays and tell ghost stories but they like threw the they threw the towel into the bath and then like sprayed the shower on it and it was all fine but it's just just very funny looking back like a bunch of 11 year olds walking around Paris <clears throat> led by maybe a 15 year old if they were lucky like but and then Madeline McCann had already happened <laughs> like it's not a post 9-11 world it's a post it was post-Maddie if you're a young European woman and it wasn't incredibly long past Maddie so I don't know how that happened would yeah. have been like 2006 to 2007 Remember the time we accidentally booked a holiday on the 10 year, or was it like 10 or 20? It was, must have been 10 years. Yeah, and you give out to me for making jokes. She was making very inappropriate jokes in front of a newspaper stand with Madeline McCann all over I it. Didn't, I, like, I didn't even I make a joke. I said, Lisa, get in a photo with the paper. <laughs> it's just, it's less funny because you looked like Madeline McCann. I was also in Portugal when she went missing. And you I adopt could, I could oh, be red, flags. red flags. So many red flags. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, there was the rumor that I was Madeline McCann. That's funny. Yeah. Um. This reminded me actually. I will used to want to be such a girl guide, but did you see that? I thought you were going to say I used to want to be Madeline. McCann. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy. I'm. Ha- I'm happy where I am. Thank you. No, Maddie McCann. <laughs> But uh, there was a tweet during the week. I just I love attention. From... <laughs> I love Portugal, me. Um... <laughs> I loved it so much I stayed. Um... <laughs> you immigrating to Iceland. <laughs> um, but no, I retweeted this tweet from, from an account the chat shit page this week. And it's just so accurate. I feel like this is what, you know how we always joke about chat shit meet and greets. I feel like this is what chat shit meet and greet would look like. It's a, the tweet is by at lovehearts and it says, I wish there was like girl guides, but for girls and they're, and they're in their mid twenties and we can go act ring one week and then bottomless sponge the next. <laughs> I'd love that. It's like, is that not? That's basically what girl guides is. It's also basically what chat shit is. I think people think self care one week. People think girl guides is very different to what it is. Maybe it was just Newbridge girl guides, but I think people think girl guides is like a bunch of like weirdos selling cookies and tying knots. It's really not. My whole time in girl guides was like talking about the Jonas Brothers, drawing a few pictures, learning how to do makeup, going to Paris. Like that's hot girl shit. It was basically being like. A 19 year old but when you're 11 oh I wish I wish Mayo had that she says not even knowing if Mayo had the girl guides I I genuinely think it was like the best thing I I did when I was younger like I think it made me like very independent and like cool we, and like very we, much like not give a fuck sort of energy I think that came from doing girl guides we had a no name club and it was the same vibe but slightly older and no genders and it was very fun I think there's one of them in Kildare but I wasn't in it. I went to an event in their space, though. 
they're absolutely gas crack um i it, like it's one of those things that i would really love to volunteer at as an adult i think mm. Imagine being a cool person for teenagers. There's nothing more validating than being somebody a teenager thinks is cool. Oh my God, that is so true. Yeah, literally nothing more validating. It's iconic. Nobody can question it because everyone else is afraid of teenagers. So it's perfect. I I, I, cool it always person. reminds me of like that sound on TikTok, you know, where it's like this outfit, uh, you know, it's like for the 13 year olds when I'm walking down the streets so that they go, oh my God, yes. she's so cool. Yeah, it's like that is so true. Like the only people I'm out to impress is like younger versions of myself. So true. That's the best way to live your life. Yeah, so true. I don't think I have anything else on my list. I have something small, actually. I've been trying some new television. Oh, so yeah, it's the perfect season for watching something with somebody else, be that something that you're both watching simultaneously ish that you can text about something you're watching on Netflix party with a pal something you're watching with your housemate um so I've been watching two seasons of stuff of what so obviously I've been watching Selling Sunset because my god the drama I'm obsessed I it's can't so- join in here because I don't know I don't well, know it's anything such a, it's such a <laughs> fun escape from like sad dark Ireland at the moment because it's literally just like a group of really really hot women who are so non-descriptive age because they're so full of Botox (laughs) having a birthday party for a dog in a house that you will never be able to afford and it's just like such escape television yeah um I've literally been watching it and just texting my friends who watch it shout out big Owen Clark who's a madman for texting about it it's so fun we just text each other about what's happening and who we like and the personal growth we've gotten to the stage that we're denying that it's trash television and we're almost sociologically analyzing it and it's so fun um but yeah a, tele- a television show that is the opposite of what you're currently in a situation in so a TV show for people in the sun who are rich is perfect. Um, and then another TV show that I literally just started last night that I'm going to have to give a bit more time to, but I'm excited for, is Cowboy Bebop. Have you heard of this? No. What's that? So Cowboy Bebop started as an anime show from, a, I think, a manga comic. Um, now, I really do not like anime or even any animated show for adults I they just kind of annoy me I've never really been into them but and I know obviously some people really love it and it's like such a passion or whatever but it was just not for me however they've adapted this cowboy bebop like cartoon into live action oh uh so Matt was watching it in cartoon form and he would just watch it in the background and the soundtrack was actually really good I wasn't really watching it I would just like be doing my own thing but the music was always really really nice and Matt was like oh yeah they've adapted it and you should watch with me and I was like "Mm, okay uh last night I gave in watched the first episode loved it ah is it on Netflix yeah the the style is so true to the form which I really like I love Uh, now break that down a bit what the fuck do you mean there he really has a like, film degree. He's a yeah. film degree. I really like shows that are live action, but were adopt adapted from a comic. Um, Where it's like, obvious um, that it's come from a comic, kind of. Yeah, when the stylistic choices really match that aesthetic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like gotcha. um, the acting style or like the weird 
the weird shit in the script or um, the way it's filmed, like the angles it might be filmed from or how the characters move. I'm just like, oh, this is such a skill for actors and producers of like content for it, even down to like how an actor would move his hand or how a prop is so different when you're really trying to hit that style. And this is the best example I've seen of it in a long time. Um, And also the soundtrack is an exact uh, replica over. So it's the exact same as the as the anime version. Um, It's so interesting. It is nuts. It was not at all what I was expecting. Like the opening scene is like a hostage scenario in a casino. And I was like, oh, I kind of know what's going to happen here. Do you know that sort of way you're like, oh, I kind of get this. This is what I understand. Yeah. Um, Basically what happens then is this isn't really a spoiler. The one of the main characters comes out of the lift and is like a bounty hunter, but um the, the hostage to take back kind of goes a little bit wrong and there's a a, a, a gun and they shoot through a wall. It sounds like in, sister act. Well see in your brain, you're kind of like, oh yeah, okay, he's gonna shoot through the wall. Then you realize it's set in space. Huh? Yeah, nuts. So like it's a kind of human stuff but also stuff in space and also like it's inspired by like westerns and stuff it's such an odd combination that it's so engaging to watch and it's not something I would have normally watched if somebody didn't tell me about it but I definitely give it a chance even if that sort of stuff isn't really your style Mm. mostly because all the actors are so hot as well and the music's class and the style's cool everyone's everything's pretty but yeah I'm gonna watch another episode of it maybe tonight and I'll keep you updated it's good yeah I I haven't really watched anything I was watching I watched um the Great British Bake Off final oh yeah um, that was trending for about three days yeah skip forward here if you haven't got to watch it yet um but Giuseppe won I said he would win from the beginning he was just so good like do you know when someone just understands he understands what works even if it doesn't always like work out he knew what would would work so that kind of way like he he understood like flavors so well he understood like every single task they gave so well even if it didn't always like come out perfect um he was just so talented he was like italian and like would always sort of like put italian twists on things and he was an engineer so everything he would make would be like so like such a perfectionist like to that kind of way everything looked everything always looked so like aesthetically beautiful um and yeah so glad he won then big chigs if anyone watched the big chigs got to the final was delighted for him little legend this this lad i don't think you were watching this right big chigs no was like this guy who like only started baking like a year ago and he's such like a cheeky chappy uh, oh. and he was just like really funny and like he, he came on so much during it like he was kind of he was okay at the beginning but then like by the end he was like incredible and then the other girl i think her name was Christa, Christelle um I found her re- incredibly irritating but like the stuff she would make would be beautiful like and she she'd sort of use kind of mad flavors and stuff uh she was great and then Jurgen came fourth he was kicked out in the semi-final he was also my fave he was so cute he was like this little German man who like played brass instruments and was really cute um uh, that's lovely and also baking is something people sent into us as a as their self-care bit oh yeah we asked people to send in what what is something that they do for themselves that's nice when they're like stressed or upset or anything 
So we got we got a few things, didn't we? Let me get the list up. Yeah, bacon was one of them, and I can totally see why. Because just doing something that somebody else has written out for you, especially when you work in a job that might not necessarily have like a as much of like you know that kind of like hands on. We're all taught. We're all kind of taught that like learning things off is kind of the way to go <laughs> when we're in like junior certain leaving search. Mm-hmm. So being given in a, a strict set of instructions and just ca- just doing the method feels so nice. I find bacon because loads of people find bacon like a like thing to do when they're stressed. I I could not think of anything worse to do. That would yeah. not be on my list at all. That would be the last thing I would want to do. In fairness, you used to work as a pastry chef. <laughs> yeah, but even even if I didn't, it just wouldn't be it wouldn't be on my list. Like I don't want rules when I'm upset. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I cooking cooking absolutely if if you ever see me cook a, a like kind of difficult meal you know I'm you know I'm in a bad place if she has to make the sauce and season things and use multiple different methods and modes of cooking you know she's fucked up that week because <laughs> she is distracting herself <laughs> I, I do I love bit cooking when I'm stressed because it just makes you zone out especially yeah especially like things that require like lots of awkward bits and bobs because you just think and like if you have to have multiple things cooking in different areas or in different appliances at the same time yeah it just takes up so much brain space that you can't like think of anything else it's great <laughs> yeah I'm surprised no one's like <clears throat> cooking but I suppose bacon is close enough um then mm. yeah that was Eliza said watch shite movies I also agree there or not yes. even like shite but like movies that I've seen lots of times before yeah brainwash like, movies yeah I'll never watch something new if I feel like shit I'll always watch something that's familiar okay because it's just more relaxing or something I know what's going to happen there's not many surprises yeah um then she said listen to podcasts that feel like friends I also agree there I love a podcast that's just like it's just people talking yeah. Kind of like our podcast. I imagine our podcast would fall into I that love category. Our podcast. Do you know what I mean? Like where it's just like <laughs> yeah. some friends chatting, like yeah. it's not like it's not exactly like it's really... not exactly a topic. It's just general chit chat. I think yeah. it's nice to just yeah, if it just feels like there's other people in the room, which is kind of like company. Um I like we... that. And then she also said perfume. So we've covered that. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh Paulina said she's a few as well. She said, plan a cheese board and wine evening with a good friend. Yum. Agreed. Love that. That's exactly what me and Lisa are doing as we speak. Then... I'm just going to go downstairs and eat an easy single after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I made a really nice cheese thing the other day in Lisa's house. Oh. And it's, you should oh. all make that. We should put a picture of that on the page and give some... We should put, repost your TikTok. It's like a very simple thing. When you were doing it, I was like, this is actually grand. It's like... Yeah. A, a brie is it I don't even know what you would call it it's just like in the shape of a sunshine and you basically, it only has like three or four ingredients yeah it like lads cost under five to like get all the bits for it so like you yeah you get like a, a round brie or a camembert which I, I wanted to do a camembert but I couldn't get any didn't have any shop but put it on a baking tray on top of like parchment paper get a sheet of pastry from the shop like two euro put it on top of the brie then cut cut you, you'll understand when you see the picture but like cut cut the around 
the brie in the pastry into little strips and then like plait the strips or twist them. And if you want, like put pesto in them and then just egg wash the whole thing and put some herbs on it and put it in the oven for like 15, 20 minutes. And then like you cut open the brie so and you yum. dip the strips into it. Really simple, really cheap, really delicious. Also, everyone's going to be so impressed with you because everybody was just like, wow, Ali Whelan, known chef and bad bitch. The second you put that out of the oven, everyone was like, wow, we've all, we're all giving up now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I don't, really I like don't cook for everyone enough. I should. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, it's like fucking easy. Like, anyone can do it. Ish. You could like make it with your feet, you know? Like, it's not a difficult thing to do. Um, all right yeah you could literally you could do it you could make it with your elbows you can make it with one hand it's not hard you know next paulina said schedule a time for hobbies yes i agree with this i think i might take up an extreme hobby like a weird hobby for my new year's resolution do it I love painting when I'm a bit like stressed out and stuff. And I went to actually do that the other day and I didn't have anything to paint on. So paint the walls. I actually should have. I'm only looking at the walls now. I'm like, that's what I actually should have did. I should have just like started making some little pictures and just added one every day or something. Um, but I, yeah, I'm a massive fan of painting. Love a bit of painting. You do just sound out when you're doing that. Uh, what else did she say? She said, run a luxurious bath and have a cold Belgian bevy. Yummy. Yeah, I do. I, I'm a bit weird with baths. I think I told you about this before. I'm a bit scared of baths. Yeah, fair enough. I used to really like baths, but now I don't know. It's like I get a bit panic attacky in the bath. I just always feel like I'm going to fall asleep or pass out. But I probably do make my baths way too hot. So that's, it's probably a me problem. <laughs> I should probably make them a little less hot and dangerous. <laughs> um, we also had on Twitter Joanna Cruz said to us to always have hot chocolate Cadbury's hot chocolate in the house yes I think everyone pick a winter treat and stock up on it I'm currently on the Aero buzz I've oh my god you Aero. dirty bitch that is the worst chocolate bar that's just yummy I love mint. the minty one yeah that is fucking disgusting I quit this podcast. That is the ugh. that is <gasps> in the objectively the worst chocolate bar in the whole world. Oh, so such phases with them. So I might like not even like it in a month, but I've currently stocked up the fridge with just arrows. <laughs> you have a fridge full of fucking That's mint arrows. So worrying. Which think I am? I'm not in selling sunset. Yes, but uh, no, I just have one in the That's fridge distressing. at all times. <laughs> Nah, I couldn't do that. I am a big fan of the hot chocolate, though. I do agree with Joanna. Yeah. Hot chocolate. I just like also make sure that you have milk that's not curdled in your fridge. Yeah, every day check the day on your milk. That's self care. Buying buying yourself milk is self care. Fresh milk. And not not a small milk. Get yourself the two liter of Avonmore. Okay, that's, you're now going to start making me want to get sick if you're going to start talking about milky milk. <laughs> I really want chat shit to be invited to a dairy farm. That's why I keep <laughs> mentioning it on the podcast. Surely there's someone who listens. Who Anybody got a dairy farm on tick? Has anyone got a dairy farm that we can like come and hang? I don't want to milk the cows. I'll happily no, you will, watch. Though. You will. I, you'll do a little I'm not going to do it. I don't you want will. to touch a cow. 
<laughs> oh, ah, no. Should no. be a mad scut for the others now. No time. I never want to hear the phrase <laughs> mad scut for the others ever again. But if you know, if you or if anyone you know has a dairy farm, you can reach us at Chat Shit Pod. Chat Shit Pod on Twitter, Instagram. We also have an email address if you're feeling spicy. It's called but our email address is something different. Podcast gmail.com or you can just annoy us on our personal social media which are on our chat shit social media and uh yeah hope you're feeling cared for this winter and as i said if you if you're still feeling shit after all that just emigrate yeah or get your hole <laughs> or get your hole emigrate is probably bottle. easier but um maybe actually <laughs> you do you there's ro- actually guys it's cyber monday actually it won't be cyber monday when this episode comes out but go on ryanair they might still still have a few five euro flights yeah, and you can, you can from knock you can emigrate to leeds for Bradford. A you can emigrate to luton airport for a fiver you, you could do both but same thing you could emigrate to get your home em- emigrate yeah that will fix it <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.